All right, we're live. I'm here with my lovely wife, Celeste. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Good. Good. All right, guys. So this is the official first episode of Kingdom Talk. I've been waiting a while to do th- to do this one. Ooh. Ooh, Kingdom Talk. Yeah, Kingdom Talk. So I just did the episode with Nico. Uh, well, technically, we're recording on the 27th, so it should drop tomorrow on the 28th for a perspective. Sneaky. Yeah, little little, little sneaky. So this episode that you're hearing now will be after that one. So it'll be probably like a week from now, I would say, is when you'll hear this one. But we're going to be having Kingdom Talk. This is a time for us to boast about the Lord, um, to pretty much discuss things that God has been doing in our lives and just showing y'all the, you know, inside perspective of the thing, like God actually being active in our lives, not just some mythical being or something like that that people assume him to be but the actual things we are seeing him do in our life in our lives um as well as a couple of topics so we'll go through three different topics we're going to talk about eternity we're going to talk about marriage versus dating or in other words boyfriend and girlfriend versus husband and wife um and then we're going to talk about forgiveness all right so if you enjoy this type of conversation, you want to hop on, anybody can hop on this. You don't have to be some type of Bible scholar. You can literally just talk about the things God has done in your life. I will have a link in the description of this podcast where you can send in uh, your weekly things that God has done in your life. And I can put them on the podcast like that. You don't, you don't even have to be there live. I can take the voice message and put it into the podcast myself. So if you like that, go ahead and do that. I appreciate it. All right. So... I'll go ahead and start it off. We'll start with the scripture so we can kind of flow into it. Um, What are we reading? I I am going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17 and 18. Good? All right. So 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17 through 18 says, Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. So I can say clearly with this topic, I've seen in my life, the Lord show me that if I'm going to brag about anything, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to have some pride about something or be boastful, you know, like just uh, like praising something, basically, it should be God. God deserves praise. He deserves to be uplifted. He deserves to be worship basically right and it's not for those who uplift themselves or exalt themselves it's the it's the ones who god exalts and on his timing and in his will so that's one thing excuse me that i'm learning in this season where i need to be paying attention whether i'm boosting myself up or talking super great about myself not that you have to put yourself down but you have to know that if it's not some if it's not of god you're boasting pretty much about nothing like it's, it's yeah. practically worthless so you need to be boasting about him um and that's just an area he's shown me in my life uh multiple in multiple areas whether it's sports or anything that i compete in he's shown me that when i am trying to showcase myself that's usually where i lose or i have my mm-hmm. downfall or i fall f- like flat on my face basically but when i'm boasting about him i'm giving him the glory and i'm just having fun that's usually when i have my best games 
I'm playing at my best and, you know, I'm, I'm being the best that I could be because my eyes are set on him and not on the approval of men or, you know, even myself. So that's one thing for me. Yeah. Every day, um, you know, just driving home from work or even to work, I also kind of find myself just being like so like appreciative, appreciative mm. of like life right now. Um, and even how you're saying just about like boasting and kind of wanting, feeling like whatever's happening in your life is because of me or because I did it. Yeah. And it's not. So like at, at work, before I would be like really timid and shy, which I still kind of am sometimes, but the growth that's happened over time, I could never like have just came out of no, you know facts. my shell like yeah. by myself. Yeah. And I feel like I find myself being a little bit wanting to be more vocal when it comes to Jesus, like mm -hmm. feeling offended by certain things or, you know, people say certain stuff and in my mind I'm kind of like you know like right. I, I just find myself being a little bit more bold in that area you know there's things that I still need to work on obviously but mm -hmm. before I would just completely avoid certain conversations and comments that you know I just would shy away from but yep. I've just gotten a lot better in that area where mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more out there like my character is definitely grown so for sure it's good yeah nice yeah oh yeah cool so we'll um add a couple more things in i think somebody's getting ready to walk in here but we'll take a quick break and then when we come back i'm going to talk about finances that's another thing that the lord has been blessing us mm -hmm. in um and not in the way that you're imagining but in understanding finances understanding that it's not god that it's not lord and things like that. So we'll be right back. Okay, let's get back into it. Um, so finances, like I was saying, is another area of our lives that we're thankful to the Lord uh, that he's teaching us different things about finance. And obviously, in this sense, is giving people go to the extreme when you talk about like giving and you know like give your last basically and you get this in return and that in return but it's not so much about like what you will get in return because once you receive christ obviously first off you get the free gift of eternal life mm -hmm. you know remaining in christ abiding in christ um that's all you really need anyway now i'm not saying that god doesn't bless you because he will bless you when you give and when you give cheerfully and out of a correct heart posture don't give out of spite don't give because you're coerced to or somebody's forcing you to do something that's not that's not how you do it what you want to do is and what i've been learning to do now is to give and just think of who is in need think of somebody who's in need obviously giving to my home church as well shout out to trinity new life and pastor clayton and the peeps over there that's our home church that's where we go you know on sundays and whatnot um but Make sure you're giving to your home church. Obviously, the body is also the church, but you you, you get me. Anyways, um, and then give to those who are around you who could who are in need, um, to other ministries that you know of or have been a part of. Make you know you can donate to those, but just take the time and when you get your money or you get your paycheck or whatever, talk to God, pray about like where He wants that money to go because really. It's not even so much just about him. He's going to receive that thing and use it where he can be glorified and where 
you know, the, the hungry or the needy can be fed and, you know, people can have the things that they need to, you know, do what they have to do in this life. So when, when you're going to do that, like, um, well, for one, I've noticed that uh, God has given me a better perspective on money overall to the point where I'm realizing it comes and goes. That's I, what I was about to say, yeah. too. I'm like, money is, oh, and we say that all the time right. to each other. Money mm-hmm. is here. Next thing you know, it's gone. Right. You got to build up again. It's just like a cycle. It's annoying, but it just helps you realize like mm-hmm. it's not even about how much money you have, but what you do when you have it. You exactly. Know? Yeah. 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 So uh, like, like Celeste said, money comes and goes and we've had those talks. We've had those talks, those talks multiple times and I would get frustrated because I'm like, dang, every time I try to save some money, the money goes back out. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think she had a little bit better of a gra- of a grasp on it than I did at the time, but I mean it's still frustrating though. You know, it either is way. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like thankful. Like God has shown me through you, mm-hmm. you know, because when it came to finances and all that stuff before, it was just it was just money to me. You oh, know, thanks. Like even managing and kind of just really taking the time to think about what you have and what you're gonna do with it, mm-hmm. praying over it, and where should it go. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned all that through you, and then even just seeing like the effects of it, mm-hmm. like when you give cheerfully, how you're saying, or just being paying more attention to things. Like if we have a friend who may need help, they're not even asking for it, or you know, but mm-hmm. we just we both feel together, like we come together, and we're just like, should we do this? Right. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, and then yeah. it just like it feels nice mm-hmm. to know that we're on the same page too. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll pull up on Celeste sometimes and just be like, Celeste, I feel like we should give, you know, we should give this money to so and so. Or we should give this here because of blah blah blah. And so that's like, you know what? You're right. Like I was thinking yeah. of the same thing. And I'm like, oh, look at that. Yeah. It and just it, happened and, to yeah. earlier too. And I was like, Bro. you were thinking of the same thing. Right. So it, it works out, and this is another point to boast in the Lord. Obviously, God gives us the ability to bless other people. So when you have the funds or the means of blessing somebody else, don't take it for granted because you have no idea if that person is on their last leg or just like the last line. Like they could be at that point, you know, God forbid, but of suicide and just of being at a point of being boiled over, you know, boiled over the top. And you don't want them to get to that point. So try to help, you know, people as much as you can, where you can, like, don't overdo it. But wherever you're able to and you have the means to, God is giving you that for a reason. He's blessed. He's blessed you with more than enough for a reason to help somebody else out. And we've seen the effect of that in other people's lives. And that's not because of us. We boast in the Lord. God is so good that he's blessed us to be a blessing. And then that person then can now get in a good position to be blessed as well and now pass it along. And then Mm -hmm. it just goes and it goes throughout the world. And it's just just the way we've done it too. Mm -hmm. Like, that I've learned and I've noticed a lot from us, like versus just giving and like, here's this for you. We share a lot of what we've learned mm-hmm. with other people to help them out as well. And kind no, of what we've good. done with our finances. Yeah, that's good. This is how we do this, you know, pray over it. Mm-hmm. God will, you know, tell you something, you know, you'll, you'll know kind of what to do. You, you know, you just, you just right. learn. So real quick, she, she's saying not even just finances, but also our knowledge yes. and our experience sharing that as well. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's a good point because you don't have to just share, you know, 
just like valuables but yeah. your knowledge and your experience can be valuable as well like you just share that with them and now they can skip a hardship that you experienced and make it a little bit easier for them yeah. and then so on and so forth like it gets passed down over and over and over again but problem with the world people are so greedy they just want everything to themselves they want to hold on to all that stuff and they'll watch everybody else yeah. struggle yes. and suffer and they'll be like all right they'll give you something <laughs> And then continue to watch you suffer with it without even giving you no like type of advice or yeah. here maybe you should do this with this maybe you should you know right do it this way instead and no it's just all right i i learned my stuff you you're gonna figure it out yourself right. figure it out on your own basically that's part of life that's part of adulting you figure it out yeah well if we could help we're gonna help like exactly. we're gonna share what we've learned right and once again glory to god because because we have we now put off that heart of stone and have given have been given a heart of flesh a softened heart to obey the voice of god now we know how to um basically share with others and know why we share with others yeah. like we share with others for certain reasons and those who don't they have their reasons for what for why they do what they do but at the same time when you have that heart of christ within you you're going to want to give to other people you mm -hmm. see somebody struggling it's going to it's going to move you like you're not just going to be able to sit there and, and ignore it it's going to move you. You're going to want to help. And it's a good thing to help. So cool. We're going to move on to the next segment and get into some of these uh, other topics. Wait, do you have another thing? No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get to the next topic. All right. All right, guys. Um, so we're going to talk now about eternity or the uh, perspective of forever. Now, obviously, most people, and I'm going to give it in, in an example like this, you know, people in relationships will say, um, like, always and forever, you know, we're going to be together forever. But humans can't really grasp the idea of forever. One, because we're mortals. We're going to die at some point, you know, one of these days, unless, you know, Christ comes back and we're called up or whatever. So um, that, that'll actually be great. But either way, we are perishable beings, right? This flesh, this body is going to return to the earth and, you know, our spirit or our soul will be uh, caught up to the Lord um, and all of that good old stuff. So when it comes to that term, right, in a human sense, you just mean until, you know, as long as possible, right? Yeah. But when you put it into perspective, eternity is literally forever. That's not, there's no time stamp on eternity. There is no, there is no confines to eternity. It goes on and on and on and on. Ain't no stopping, ain't no none of that. Like it's never going to end. So I just like for those out there who use this term vaguely, you gotta understand what you're saying and what you are putting into the mind of another person. For the young fellas out there, if you are talking to a young lady and you are saying, always and forever like i have done before <clears throat> you're saying always and forever you are planting into her head that until she leaves this earth at least at least until she leaves this earth you're gonna be there and you're gonna do what you're supposed to do by her that's what you're planting into her head now whatever ideals or whatever you got going on in your life that don't matter because what you're telling her is that that you're gonna be with her forever and forever means at least until the grave at least that's the that's the least you can do all right, so just be aware of what you're saying when you say that. Yeah, no, I agree with that, especially 
having sisters and stuff like that or even growing up all through high school you hear that mm-hmm. all the time and it never really like hit me or sunk in like just the term forever or like eternity right. and all that stuff until becoming a believer mm-hmm. and realizing like forever it the only forever is you know after this life if you're a christian like you know you have eternity like that's truly the only forever like so telling somebody that how you're saying whether you tell a boy or a girl that you never know where they're at mentally or just in their life when they hear that term some people actually take it literally right forever means forever (laughs) there's no other word Mm -hmm. or i said forever but i only meant for like next two months right that's what i meant by forever right no that's not forever forever it's you know, forever. It's a yeah. long time, like <laughs> until the end. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. It is, it just like seems so simple, right. but it is such a hard term for people to grasp. Yeah. Like, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that forever is a long time. So that is the perspective that the world has on forever. Forever yeah. is a long time. That's false. Yeah. Forever is not time. Time has yes. confines. Yeah. Forever is outside of time. Why? Because God is outside of time. God is the beginning and the end. All right. Yeah. yeah that's he, what I meant. That he, is like the only right. forever. Like exactly. So if you have a perspective of forever being something that's in the confines of time, that is not forever. Yeah. So let's take that perspective now and put that into a spiritual sense. If you are someone who talks about forever or you know likes to use that term in a way where you're telling somebody you're going to do something forever or i'm always be there for you blah, blah blah whatever right and basically giving false promises let's take it a little bit further and put it into heaven and hell standpoint if you believe that when you say you're going to always or forever do something there is two punishments after this life hell or heaven no, not two punishments. I was saying, Sorry, my nah, bad. There's one, there's one punishment and then a paradise. My bad. <laughs> a punishment and a paradise. Hell is the punishment. Heaven is the paradise. Sorry. <laughs> All right. And those two are eternal. Okay? So if when you're going into, into thinking about this, you need to think of it in the same way or even more drastic than when you're making that always or forever type of yeah. promise. So going into that, make sure you think about that like when you face god at the end of this life even if you don't deal with it right now know that you're gonna have to face him at some point and you're either gonna be in hell forever there is no time stamp on that that is forever or you're gonna be in paradise forever you see what i'm saying so make sure you put that into uh perspective good all right that's it for that segment we'll keep it rolling Um, what's the next topic? Next topic is, um, marriage versus dating or in other words, boyfriend and girlfriend versus husband and wife. All right. So, um, this part, we're we're pretty much going to be talking about, um, the difference between the two, what you think you can and can't do. And just, you know, just some, just a little advice for you guys. If y'all are trying to hear about some of these things, um, the Lord has given us a lot of perspective on this stuff. So, again, boasting about the Lord, he's shown us a lot of stuff 
to do with this term and this topic um yeah. i'm just it this one's like a big topic in a way because we have a lot of friends who are boyfriend and girlfriend yeah and we are like a married couple within our young group of friends <laughs> right so it's hard because you can relate in certain situations but other times i find myself like turning to deontay or just saying stuff well, like but they're not married or like mm -hmm. well, we're married so it's different for us yeah. but to other people it, it to them it's not because at some thing. point they want to be married or that's the goal for them so trying to relate certain things but even having friends who are boyfriend and girlfriend i'm just glad that i'm able to share the difference between the two if they're asking me about a situation or a, an argument or what do you think we should do i share from a married perspective and saying if i was not married one maybe i wouldn't be in that situation or two like this is this is just how i would handle handle it mm -hmm. you know even though you kind of share like some similarities in the relationship yeah the way you go about them is going to be different mm -hmm. yeah one we're married two someone else isn't married like, right you know exactly it's kind of it's kind of hard to share some advice sometimes especially when their goal is to be married how do you you know yeah separate right two. like how do you get those into perspective yeah yeah so when you're when you're explaining something as a married couple to someone who is boyfriend and girlfriend it's hard because they are not realizing that marriage is a covenant between a man and a woman who, is, who has now become one to god it's not just between the man and the woman you are prom yeah. you are making a covenant to god that you're going to stand by this person like before like we said before forever there's no time stamp yeah <laughs> No time step, all right? Oh, well, actually, there is a time step on marriage. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. To death. I was going to say, though, just to add yeah, on, though, at the ahead. same time, that's, like, the beautiful thing about marriage. Mm -hmm. Like, being believers and stuff is yeah. there's a different picture of marriage. It's right. not like everybody else's view of marriage. Right. And so it's different having friends who are non-believers mm -hmm. and trying to explain something yeah but i'm also able to share that with them like well me and deontay are believers so right. our relationship works this way mm -hmm. and this is how we handle it because according to jesus or according to the bible like right this is how we handle situations like this is what's best for us yeah so trying to share that like it's going to be hard it's not going to work because according to the bible you're already doing things way off right so to me I wouldn't do that, yeah. but I'm able to share that in a way, you know, mm -hmm. like just how our marriage is being believers. It's different. It's right. Different. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Sorry, you can continue. No, 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 you're good. So there, yeah, there's, that's the only, like that, that is what marriage is. Any other means or something being called marriage, that's, that's not marriage. Marriage is between man and woman. They are now becoming one in a relationship and have made a covenant to God to love one another through pretty much everything to death do us part basically. Right. Um, so when you come to consider that, right. So if you're having arguments and you're living with one another, but you are not married, you're having issues or whatever the case may be, it is hard for me to give you advice because yeah. one, you are not married. And that's not that's not by a means of what you think. You can think that y'all are in this thing to death, right? Until 
the very, you know, until you die, basically, right? But there is no commitment outside of marriage. Literally, when you're married, by law, you are bound to that person by earthly law and heavenly law. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a relationship. People need to stop saying that or trying to say like marriage is a money grab or no, it's not a money grab. Now, if you use it for that, then yeah, but you're just a thief. Like that's not, that has nothing to do with marriage. You're a thief. Now, marriage has bounds for a reason because it is a sacred thing. We, as the body of Christ, are called the bride of Christ. That's going to be a marriage. We are foreshadowing. When we do marriage here on earth, we're foreshadowing, 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 foreshadowing the marriage that's going to, the heavenly marriage, Christ and his bride, which is the church or, the, or his body, basically. Um, and that is, that's the beauty of marriage here because it is symbolism of the spiritual, of heaven, basically. So when you are dating when you're just boyfriend and girlfriend, learn, learn the person, analyze the person, talk with the person, you know, just see what, see what you have, see More what's going on. surface level. Right. Like, get deep. Yeah. Date, like be intentional with everything that you do. So if you're going to date somebody, think of like, okay, what are my plans further down the road? I don't right. want to just be with this person just because they look good right now. Exactly. Or just because they got this kind of money or this type of family, like mm-hmm. get to know them, figure out, can I spend the rest of my life with this person? Is my life going to be it's that question right there? Yeah. Like, can I work with this person and not just, Oh yeah. Couples fight. <laughs> you know, if you're not fighting, you're not, are you even really a healthy couple? Right. Well, it, it doesn't really have to be like that. That, it, that don't make sense. Yes. I don't like that. But that, that's the <laughs> difference. You know, just yes. being, just maturing, really. Right. Just like knowing, okay, relationship is more than just a one night stand or just getting yes. someone for their body. It's it's deeper than that. Right. right. And it's hard to understand as like a non-believer that relationships are not just to date someone just for fun like mm-hmm. it's to take that next step into marriage and like actually commit to this person and yeah yes so like like Celeste was saying don't think dating is like that's going to be it for you the things you see in that person the things you're analyzing or learning about that person you are going to continue to see through marriage. Now, I'm not saying they're going to stay that way. They can grow and grow out of those things and grow into other things. That can be a good or bad thing, but you will continue to date throughout marriage. So take dating serious because once you're married, now you're dating within the confines of what a marriage is and those boundaries. Now you can't just go and sleep around with somebody else if you're married. You could, but there are very, very severe consequences if you do that in multiple ways than just one. Now, if you're just boyfriend and girlfriend and you go sleep around with somebody else, you're fornicating, which you're doing that already. So it really don't really like matter that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but if you are married, you have now committed adultery, which you have tarnished your marriage. You're on the verge of divorce, which is that's financial issues. That is, you know, whether you, if you might have kids, it's all other type of issues that go into that. And not only that, but you also have a covenant with God that you just broke.
and just stepped on basically see how much of a different degree that is versus just simple dating and you know talking stage yeah. it's not the same thing all right and there's no like time frame on that either <laughs> or just being like you can't talk to someone for it's, it's different if you talk to someone for like over oh, three days or a week and you're like oh we're dating we love mm-hmm. each other okay maybe that was a little you never know mm-hmm. but it's not to say like oh no only if you talk to someone for five months then you really know them right like you when you know ever, you know yeah <laughs> Even being married for three years, like we still learn things about each other every day. Every, yeah, every day. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, we're going to move on to forgiveness. Last topic. Celeste, you've done great. Last topic of uh, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Forgiveness is definitely something that i've kind of noticed recently that i need to work on Mm -hmm. more it's not as easy as people make it seem you know it it is you know you forgive but you have to truly truly like really forgive in your heart you know yeah we were forgiven so we forgive but Mm -hmm. i don't know i've just been reflecting on that a lot throughout this week just like really am i truly forgiving you know stuff like back home or just family stuff like have i really truly forgiven you know things that have happened before yeah. but i mean you can give a little bit more forgiveness like no i get you, you. Know? No, no 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 that's that's where i want to be at that's good okay. yeah. but yes so i was uh having this conversation with myself as well the same way celeste was about stuff from back at home and that's really where i've seen this uh topic hit harder like from deep deep past things not things you know in our time here you know like in college and stuff like that you know like recent times but more so like childhood stuff you know things when i was growing up or even you know in high school getting ready to go into college and stuff like that but stuff back at home where i realized i needed to forgive and i thought i forgave like you know i've thought about i've tried to to forgive before and then that emotion just comes back up and it like pisses me off thinking about those old things and I realized I have not truly forgiven them in my heart mm-hmm. like to the point where the person that you consider your enemy or somebody that you have hate or spite or envy or whatever towards that person if you saw them right now like what would you do how would you treat them if you would um outcast that person if you would not even entertain that person at all you know so on and so forth that could say a way about what your heart posture is is towards that person mm-hmm. now that doesn't say, that doesn't mean you have to deal with them because there is a trust factor to where you can forgive but you don't have to reinstate trust to that person mm-hmm. but you also got to think right if if the bible tells us um to give our enemies you know water if they're thirsty or feed them if they're hungry right it should be the same if we're forgiving someone that we've had a grudge against in the past yeah. if we're seeing them now how would you treat them that will give you a clear sign on whether or not you have truly forgiven them of this issue. Now that, like I said, that doesn't mean you got to come back in and just like let them terrorize your life again. But if you will treat them with contempt, I don't truly believe you have actually forgiven them. Mm -hmm. So if you got to get to the point where you can still, where you can treat them with love and, you know, respect at least and, you know, kind of move on. But forgiveness again is more so for, 
you and not them. Yeah, that's that's something like I said that I've been working on, but I, I can see it. Like mm -hmm. I'm there's ways that I've kind of picked up to help me with mm -hmm. forgiveness and kind of still be there for for someone like that. But what I don't understand is the whole I forgive you, but I'm gonna bring it up in about a week. So right. You know, yeah, that's not forgiving. <laughs> that's so not, you didn't yo. forgive them. It's not. That's something that I know I've gotten better in a way because I don't I don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, I actually want to work through it and then not not just forget about it, but forgive. Yeah. And then, OK, we move on. Like, I'm never going to bring it up again because I already forgave you about that. Exactly. But <laughs> relationships or family, you know, you kind of just see it anywhere where you move on, you mm -hmm. forgive a week later something of a similar situation happened it's like yeah well last time you blah blah blah, blah, blah right emotions come yeah. up and you're still <laughs> upset about it and it's like so you didn't forget you did it you did it so yeah that is the point where you need to ask yourself okay did i actually forgive that's where yeah. i found myself yeah um and like having that conversation with yourself you need to be truthful you gotta you gotta um have a true perspective with yourself and think of it in a reality sense yeah. It is hard to forgive them, um, well, to forgive for certain things. It really is. Yeah. It's very hard. But don't lie to yourself and say, I've forgiven. And then, like you say, bring it back up in like a week or even like sometimes a couple of days. Yeah. Bring it back up and you got the issue all over again. Don't, if that's the case, don't say you, you forgave them. Tell them the truth and tell them that you're still upset about it. You yeah. have not gotten over it you know like there's still an issue like we still got a problem like that junk is like it annoys me it still bothers me but if you say you have forgiven that thing should not be reinstated yeah it shouldn't be brought up again and it shouldn't be held against that person again it needs to be done away with basically i like how you're saying too that forgiveness is also more like within ourselves mm -hmm. because just because you forgive somebody about a situation doesn't mean that now they're never going to do that again because you forgave them. Like, I forgave right. you, so you can't do that to me again. Because they could always do right. it again. Like, you have yeah. no control over what that person does. Mm -hmm. So if you truly forgive, what if that person does that same thing again? How are you going to react? Or how have you actually, like, are going to change from the situation? Like, mm -hmm. that's where it falls on you. And you have to think, did I actually forgive this person? All right, they did it to me a second time. I've learned. Now let me figure out a different way to go about things. Maybe I need to not involve myself with this mm -hmm. person anymore or, you know, whatever it is, but you can't expect the person that you forgave to change their whole character now because you forgave them. Right. Cause it, that's in not, that instant. Yeah. yeah. That's not how it works. Exactly. Most of the time. It, it is more so for you. Yes. So if you're thinking that they're just going to now change overnight, because you've forgiven them that's not the case mm -hmm. now your your forgiveness can have an effect but they're probably still going to act the same way now that can teach you on how to move differently or you yeah. know change how you operate in a situation but you st still don't have to hold a grudge against them or hate them about something you have forgiven them for once you've forgiven them let it go let it be let that misery be be on their terms if they want to be miserable mm -hmm. about it or still hold on to that stuff that's up to them but for you you go ahead and forgive and let that stuff go out of your heart and out of your life and now you can move forward and continue and continue to grow and become a better person mm -hmm. but yeah
right, guys. So that was Kingdom Talk. Um, I'm glad I was able to have this talk with my beautiful wife. I'm glad um, to be here with you and yes. do another episode mm-hmm. with just you and me. Bro. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully we can have some more people on here uh, the next time we do this. Um, if you learn something, share it with us in the comments. I'll put something, uh, on, if you're on Spotify, I'll put something in the little question area where you can share stuff with us but also do those voice memo things bro like send those in i would love to put them on the episode and you know even answer some questions and stuff like that that'll be great engagement and content you know so that'll be great share the podcast let your friends and family know that beyonce's got a great podcast right and it's even better because his wife is in this one exactly so get it out there yeah all right guys thank you this is gems and uh, we will see you next time